What's up, ladies and gentlemen? And welcome to season five of the Time Like Mint, How Poetry Found Me podcast, where we try to discuss what it takes to be a caring, prosperous, and evolving human being. We've made this season five, ladies and gentlemen, and I think that the conversation that we share is one that is definitely made to uplift, inspire, and encourage. But just normally just to make it where you just have to apply action to the life that you have. I've been writing for poetry for over 20 years. I've published 10 books, and the goal is to get to 16, which the final six I have written Now I just gotta go through the editing process and look for a publisher so that this work could get out and touch the world. And I just wanna talk to you today about risking it all. And when you think about risking it all, it pretty much sounds like what it takes to achieve a dream. And there's just so many examples of people every day that we don't know about or people that we read about or people that are written about or people that try to tell you about others about the steps, the process that they took to achieve the goal that they ultimately set out to accomplish. And when we talk about that in this particular podcast, the main element is for you to be able to write to clear your mind so that you can see clearly what particular steps will it take for you to just be able to accomplish your goals and dreams. This is what we are trying to make life about in this 21st century and particularly right now in 2020. There have been some turbulent times in this particular year with the COVID, um, you know, rearing his head and, you know, decimating societies, people dying every day, but still there are people with greater hopes and aspirations to still get out and accomplish their dreams. We have social media platforms that are exploding. People are doing podcasts. People are doing Zoom. People are doing everything to build that human connection through social media so that we can have a sense of normalcy in our lives. And the social media has definitely played a major part. The computer industry, the phone industry has really been trying to find ways to make it where we can make our lives enjoyable. And at the same time, we as human beings, we wake up every morning with the attitude of This is going to get better. We just got to take the precautions and we just got to make sure our families are safe and that the people that we interact with, that everybody's safe so that we can just continue to advance the culture forward. And when you talk about risking it all, it's just that sometimes we almost have to hit rock bottom to understand what we are, what we're made of and what we could do. And how much of ourselves are we willing to give to make things come true? And one example I'm going to use about this particular one on this particular night in this particular time 
is LeBron James. I don't know the young man, but I followed the young man's career from the time he entered Cleveland and the amount of work that he put in to elevate the franchise. Nobody can say that he did not elevate the franchise. In the beginning, he got him to the finals. They got swept by Tim Duncan, and he said that he needed more help around him to, to prepare them to a championship. But nobody wanted to listen to him. You know, plus he was working hard. Everybody was putting in, and they was risking everything to just try to get to that level. But people didn't understand what his overall mission was. His overall mission was for Cleveland clearly was to win a championship. And he set out every day to do that. He worked every day to do that. He got better every day to do that. But it just reached a point where nobody was listening to him. He's like, I'm in this forest. I'm talking to all these trees, but nobody's responding, so I need to go get daylight. He goes to Miami. And as soon as he gets there, they go to the championship the first time out, him, D-Wade, and Bosch. Eric Sposer is the coach. They they get there. And when they get there, they get swept by the Dallas Mavericks. Wasn't expected, but it happened. They pushed it behind them. They went back the next year. They won it. They went back the next year. They won it. They went back a fourth time, then they lost to the San Antonio Spurs. If my recollection is correct, that's that's how it went. But every, those four years that he went to the finals four straight time, he risked it all. D-Wade, Bosch, they put everything on the line to ensure that their legacy was intact, to make sure that their coach understood that their legacy was intact. And the goal was to win a championship. Well, they won two and they went there four. And every time this man, LeBron James, would step on the court, whatever antics we may say or think, this young man put everything on the line to win a championship, right? Now he goes, and then he said, well, I want to go back to Cleveland because I promised Cleveland a championship. Now, if I remember an article correctly, I don't know if I have it saved somewhere, but I remember him saying that if the organization would give him what he needed, he could win a championship in two years. Now, that means that he risked it all by having something in this article to say that he could pinpoint the exact time that he could win a championship for Cleveland. He said two years. He was running into the Golden State Warriors at this time, and the Golden State beat him. The first year he was in Cleveland on his return, but yet still working hard, still trying to put those pieces together to make it where he could be an impactful player for that particular franchise, for that particular state, for that particular city. He risked everything. But the one thing that he always did, he always kept himself in shape. He always kept himself mentally strong. Now, I'm challenging you at this point. In order for you to be successful, you have to understand if you are the franchise of your organization and you don't have the right pieces, then you're just one man trying to fight against the industry. And sometimes that might be exhausting work. But if you're dedicated to it, then you got to make sure that if they label you the franchise, you have to go out there and get the results necessary for a franchise player to achieve. But however... If you say to management or if you say to your entrepreneurial team, like, we need to put together the best team 
with the best skill, the best skill set to move us forward. Or if you're a high school person and you love football or you love basketball or you love soccer or you love chess or you love learning, you have to get with the best mind so that you can be elevated to become the franchise person that you envision yourself being. And this is what LeBron has been doing all his career. I remember when they would say, well, he always passed the ball to the open man to get the shot. He never takes a shot. Well, which wasn't really true. But what I did is once they started, once they said that about him, I went back and got this video. I don't know what the name of the video was at the time. But I know it was a video that documented his high school career, right? Now, my question to you is how many of you can go back and look at the pattern of your life to see what you have done differently or what you made differently or how you can determine whether you were risking it all then? When I went back and watched the video of the young man when he was in high school, what I saw was the same way he played in high school was the same way he was playing in the NBA. He was a franchise player then, and he's a franchise player to this day. But his whole thing was to get the team involved. He didn't have to shoot the last shot. He would pass it to the open man, and they would, and they would win games. Well, when he was doing this on the professional level, everybody thought that he was being selfless or whatever or trying to escape from what his true value was. He made everybody around him better. He elevated the team every time. And when it came down to that season, that second year, and they were playing against Golden State, you know, I listened to all the critics and all that, but I'm just trying to say what focus the man had, what focus the team had, what they had to do to, I guess, battle back and become a championship team. Last few seconds in the game, they come down, Kyrie hit the shot to put the Cleveland Cavaliers up. Then all of a sudden, the ball was inbound and Iguodala was going down to the other end and LeBron took off like a like a jet pack and went and pent that ball up against the rim to save the win for Cleveland. And he brought it home. And here's where I'm going to like pause it for a moment. I'm just trying to get you to understand something. When your mind is focused on something and that's all you think about, day in and day out and you work on it day in and day out you have to ask yourself have you sacrificed enough to get you there like Golden State they work really really hard to get there so they sacrifice a lot to get there they risk it all to get there LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers now this here ladies and gentlemen he goes he goes and everybody puts everything on the line when Kyrie makes a shot they think the game is over. It's not. So LeBron turns around and rushes down court and blocks a shot to save the game. When you are just aware of who you are and you are aware of your environment, I don't care what it is, you can kind of sense what needs to be done. But just before you begin to take the cork out the wine, you got to look around and make sure everything is taken care of before you can celebrate. Well, he got a chance to celebrate the championship for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And he put everything into the Cavaliers that he could. And mind you, 
his dream and his goal was to win a championship. He didn't say four, five, six, or seven. He said, I wanted to bring a championship to Cleveland. He delivered on his promise. In the two years that he stated in the article, if I'm not mistaken, that he would turn it around and win a championship for them. Now, here's what's important. At that point, he kept his promise to himself. He kept the promise to the team. He kept the promise to the city. The young man kept the, kept the promise to the city. Kept the promise to the team. Kept the promise to himself. He put everything on the line with that two-year deadline that he had drawn in the sand for himself to deliver that championship. And ladies and gentlemen, he did. That was his third one. When he finished the season, he went right back into training his body so that he could stay healthy to play two more years there. And by the time he gets done at Cleveland, he has gone to the championship eight straight times, but a total of nine times if you go back to when he met the San Antonio Spurs in the championship. This is nine times that he has gone, and I'm not talking about whether or not he has championship rings to validate that. He has three of them at this point. But what did he sacrifice to do that? While everybody else was in the world doing what they needed to do after win, he went right back to training his body. He went right back to focusing in on what would be the next thing for him to do. Now, you got to think about this. When you're making strategic moves, when you're risking it all and you're chasing the dream, you got your goals and you got the perspectives and you just got to know what you need to do to take yourself to that next level so that if you're on that lower level, you burn out, then it becomes time for you to make a transition. His transition was, I did what I said I was going to do for the city of Cleveland. Now it's time for me to go. And I think he left and the fam were not all up in arms or disappointed. He delivered the promise that he had made. And if you're out here every day and you're making a promise to yourself, you're making a promise to your team, you're making a promise to the world, you're making a promise to the business world, then everything that you do has to make sure that it goes line by line to make sure that everything that you check off, this is what you're serving. And sometimes those things that we serve are really frustrating I know like for myself, it is really frustrating when you're trying to network or you're trying to build a dream and the doors and opportunities don't seem to be open for you and you try to visualize every day. You try to write them down. You try to recite them in your mind. You try to read Think and Grow Rich. You try to read books that kind of point you in the direction. You listen to videos and everything that you do is set around you trying to break past the inertia that's in you to become an active person to achieve what you want. Sometimes that is very difficult to overcome. We're made to overcome it, but we have to be dedicated to it. And if something don't work, then you have to go to another area to find out what works. And this is what he did. He went to L.A. Everybody is happy that he went to the Lakers, which was where his boy was. Uh, Kobe Bryant, one of his mentors and leaders and the guy that became a really, really good friend to him. And he went there to deliver for the Los Angeles Lakers a championship. Well, that first year, ladies and gentlemen, everybody saw it. You know, they were getting out there. They started off where they struggled along the way. And I think he got injured along the way. 
And rather than just trying to go through the season and torment his body when he knew that the, the chance for them to make the playoff was really slim, he let the other players develop. And he just tried to make sure that he can get himself ready and his mind ready. And he needed some pivotal pieces to make this happen. And when you're trying to get to a champion championship level, you can't do it by yourself, even though you think that you can. There's plenty of history of showing that one man can't beat five. But if you got a good five on five and you got good people coming off the bench, then everything is even, then your talent can begin to blossom. In step AD from the Pelicans. And those pieces started to come together. And then we find out that Kobe and his daughter was killed in a plane crash. And I mean, this stunned the world. Like even thinking about it now, that was stunning because this young man was the epitome of hard work and trying to get better and better every day. He loved his daughter the same way. He loved his family the same way. And I just remember, you know, LeBron and the rest of the lake and the rest of the world being distraught by that, man. And if you didn't know what risking it all meant then, when I heard LeBron get that speech about it, I just knew deep down the same way I knew that when Michael Jordan won his fourth championship, that that was for his father. The same way I heard LeBron make that statement or that speech, I knew that deep down inside of me, just listening to him, this young man got out and made that and made this year for the NBA a dedication to Kobe, Kobe's daughter, Kobe's family, the NBA team, the Lakers, and the city of Los Angeles. But the primary reason for playing was to win this one for Kobe and his daughter. At least that's what I was feeling. That's just a general feeling that I got. I got that feeling from the time I saw them jump ball after that, whatever the struggle may be, that this is what he was playing for, ladies and gentlemen. And sometimes when you have a vision, it goes beyond what the human mind can see. People can look at you and not understand why you're doing what you're doing, but you know. You know why you're playing. And I'm pretty sure he told those players, like, you know why we playing this. You know there's no other reason for us to win the championship now other than to dedicate it to the man that dedicated his whole NBA career to this one team. This is why we playing. This is why we want to win. And all the other stuff was just noise. Now, nobody said that when you risk it all, it's going to be easy. Because if it was easy, ladies and gentlemen, everybody would be champions. Everybody in the world would be champions. But champions are a special breed of people. When you keep telling them that they can't break through, they keep working until they break through. And sometimes they can't do it by themselves. Sometimes they might look at like, well, I'm putting in all this energy at work. I'm giving everything, but I'm not getting the results. I need other people to be able to dig in and do that with me. Have you ever had that? Where you go and you put everything on the table. It seems like you're doing everything. It seems like you're not getting the help. But once you get the team together, you get to talk to management, you express your expression, and all of a sudden everybody gets to go in the right direction. Well, this was that moment. And then COVID kicked in. And it seemed to put a damper on the entire world because it came out of nowhere, really. And everybody had to make these adjustments to their lives to make sure 
that they were saved, make sure that their family was saved, make sure that even though our economy was struggling with that, we were still trying to find a way to maintain business, stay open, even though it was highly unsafe, but people still tried to get their life back to normal. They had to get some normalcy. And people all around the world, people like in our country was trying to find a way, well, what can we do to keep business flowing or whatever the case may have been? And then the NBA came up with the idea we need to create this bubble. And inside of this bubble, people are going to stay in this bubble for however long it takes to play the championship. And the only people that could be in there are friends and family. And once you're in, you're in. If you go out, you come back in. You got to get tested. You got to automatically be quarantined. The sacrifice. You see, the risking of it all. Those teams that was in that bubble was risking it all to win a championship to keep the people mind going and to stay active. And my thing was, I said this from the beginning, I didn't really say it to too many people, but I knew that the Lakers would make it to the championship this year, regardless of whether it was a bubble or not, because I felt that they were playing for something more important than just the stats. The stats are great. But when you play for something that transcends the normal human development, then there's a whole other level. There's a whole other mental gear that you turn on to, to ramp up for this. And the people in the bubble, they battled and they battled and they battled. And then it turned out to be the Miami Heat, totally unexpected to be in the championship. But when you saw them play, they played as a team and they played hard and they did not make any excuses for winning the games that they did and ended up in the spot that they ended up, which was across from the L.A. Lakers. Here we go into a championship round. And these two titans are battling for the championship. And when you battle for the championship, both teams, the mentality is that we can win, we can win, we can win. And we ended up with a game six, which was really great for the entire basketball universe if you love basketball in any situation. But there was just something different about this particular game. This was the game that cemented everything, I think, LeBron and that team had worked for this year, which was to win one for Kobe and his daughter, for the Lakers team, and then for the fans. When you put it all on the line, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes, no, let me take this, you're going to always have to be out of your comfort zone. The Miami Heat was out of their comfort zone. The Lake was out of their comfort zone because it was a game six. And you have to lay it on the line when you understand that whatever game you're playing in this world to make yourself successful, you got to always be able to be out of your comfort zone. And when you're out of your comfort zone, then you, you are what we call you're in the unknown. And you're not apprehensive about it because you chose to be in the unknown. If you're in the known, you're only going to exert so much energy. But when you're striving to push yourself into a new arena, then you're going to have to be comfortable with being in the unknown. And when you risk it all, you're always in the unknown until you can break through and accomplish what you have set out to do. The steps for that. It's not easy. The step for that, the steps for that, 
A lot of people are not going to be happy with you. But the steps for success requires of you to never be in a safe zone. And when you're moving around and you're trying to find that networking team or you're trying to break through on a particular goal, you can't waste your time with wondering whether or not someone is going to understand and respect that you don't get to the top of the mountain like that. If you have to climb it alone, you got to climb it. You have made a decision to add to your life the value that you think it ought to have. The dreams that you feel that you need to chase in order to have a clear conscience about the life you are living. Ladies and gentlemen, LeBron James, he put it out there. LeBron James, he brought it home for the Lakers. LeBron James, he has his fourth MVP of the NBA Finals, and he has his fourth ring. And let it be understood that in his sense of his generation of basketball players, that he is, by by all definition, the greatest in his generation. I don't care what anybody does after this or whatever, the foundation that he has laid to put in all that work for all these years, everybody got to take their hat off to him. And I know we're going to always have some detractors. You just, life can't have a 100% agreement on anything. But he did it. And he won this one beyond what you see. He risked. He risked everything beyond what you see when you see him. He went out and won this for the man that he truly respected and his daughter. This one is the greatest one. Because he had that reason, that gusto to fight even harder for this. And it just should be a lesson for all of us that if you are living in a world that gives you the opportunity to achieve something, and you don't take advantage of it, it is not the universe's fault. It is not God hindering you. It's just that you don't know how to put everything on the line. And when somebody does that and then they achieve it in the realm that they're in, they deserve a tip of the hat. And you deserve to get in the ring of your life and do the same thing. Now, I don't care what that is. I don't care how you look at it, if it's positive, and it's inspiring children, it is making everybody think that things are possible, then you go on and do that or whatever you choose to do with your life. It is your heartbeat. It is your breath. It is your body. It is your mind. It is your spirit that you're conjuring up every day that you wake up to get out here and accomplish what you need to accomplish. And this is what LeBron wanted this year. This is what that Laker team wanted this year. They wanted to get out and win this one for Kobe and his daughter. And they've done it. And in doing that, they won it for themselves and they've won it for the city of Los Angeles. And the Miami Heat, they risked it all too because they came out of nowhere to end up in the finals and took it to six games. That's called putting it on the line, ladies and gentlemen. You just got to ask yourself, what are you going to do to put what you need to accomplish on the line? 
And if you got the plan and you got the team and you got the determination and you got the inspiration and you got the aspirations, you got the desire, you got the burning desire, you got the passion and you want to continue this dream until there's no more life in you, then this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get in an uncomfortable position, know that you're in an uncomfortable position and stretch beyond the uncomfortable position to look for more uncomfortable look to be more uncomfortable so that you can be comfortable being uncomfortable to achieve what you want. I really try to get out every day and try to be an example of that for myself. And I must admit that this thing sometimes is hard, ladies and gentlemen, and you do need an opportunity. You do need for someone to be willing to take a chance on you to get out and achieve the things that you want. You got to be willing to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation to make sure that that is going to yield you the results that you want. We have this social media. We have everything now that we can use to make treadway on the journey that we are endeavoring to achieve. Life is real simple, but it's real complicated, too. And you got to get to the slim, the simplistic of it to make sure that you understand that you are your own king maker, you are your own queen maker, and you are your own builder and you are your own destroyer. Whatever you build inside, manifest on the outside. And if you are trying to be a champion, then you are not going to get a buy, you're not going to get away with excuses. Champions and kings and queens don't allow that. Maybe the common person does because the common person wants to stay in a common comfort zone and not do that. But anybody that's trying to be a king or a queen or an achiever or a champion, you're going to have to stretch yourself beyond your means. And risking it all is a process that everybody tells you. Everybody tries to give you their formula to it, but there's only one formula. You put it in your mind, you write it down, and you work like hell every day to make sure that some of those steps that you get come true. If you are putting the action, you're gonna get the results. You may have to do it time and time and time again, but getting up every morning, because every morning is a blessing, and you get up every morning and you know what you're working for. It's in your mind, it's in your dreams, it's in your walk, it's in your talk. And even though the people outside of you don't understand, you know what you're fighting for internally. Ladies and gentlemen, that's risking it all. I want to thank you for joining in on season five. I'm hoping that this season we'll be able to, we'll be able to light your fire. We'll be able to get you motivated to just face every day of your life, every moment of your life, to make the most of your life, and to be that achiever that you always said that you were destined to be. It's your life. It's always in your hands. And even if you surrender it to somebody before you do it, it was in your hand. And once you surrender it, you still got the power to take it back. But if you got other people controlling your dreams and your destiny, then it's going to probably be hard for you to get what you want because they're going to get what they want from you. Ladies and gentlemen, when you risk it all, just make sure you lay it all on the, leave it all out there on the court. Leave it all on the field. Leave it all in the classroom. Leave it everywhere that you go to try to make sure that you're making the most out of the life that you have. Ladies and gentlemen, in closing, I just want to encourage you, if you really want to check out and see how I wrote myself to success, 
I encourage you to visit my my websites or go to Amazon and type my name, Leroy Fleming. There you'll see my body of work of the 10 books that I published. And if you're asking me where you should start, I say start at the beginning of the Time Lightning series and read your way through. And you will see some nuggets in there that you will love. You will see some nuggets in there where I hope that everything that I write is a reflection of us in some way or form. And that we universally understand ourselves in this journey that we take every day of our lives. My website or www.timelightmentmentbiz. And the other one is soul splitting, S-O-U-L-S-P-L-I-T-T-I-N-G dot biz. You can go to those websites and order the ebooks or the soft cover copies. Begin your journey there. You will not regret it. As a matter of fact, I think you become more you become more inspired by reading that and combining it with the podcast. And in closing, I'm gonna leave you with three quotes. One is by Dr. Napoleon Hill, one is by Antonio T. Smith Jr., and one is that I one is one that I created. The first one is, if the mind can't conceive it and believe it, then the mind can achieve it. Meaning the same thing that we've been talking about, about risking all. Once you can set something in your mind and you can begin to believe in that and you can begin to write that down, the action steps that it takes, then you can have exactly what you put your heart's desires on. The next one is, from Antonio T. Smith Jr. says, you can plant better, you can dominate. You got to put the seed of risking it all in your mind so that your mind is dominated every morning that you get up behind the dream and goal that you see for yourself, your family, or whatever goal you're trying to achieve. If you can do that, then you'll be dominating your reality, which then could influence other people to get out there and work on theirs. If you can dominate your life and they can see that, then there'll definitely be somebody, you'll be somebody that they're willing to listen to. And the last one is, it's for me. It says, life does not require less from you. Life does not require more from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And if you can do that, then anything that you desire can come true. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Leroy, and I want to thank you for your time and attention. And please, Make sure that when you begin this process of life, you begin this process of chasing your dream, you make sure that you know and that you clearly understand that you got to risk it all in order for you to be happy. You got to risk it all in order for you to make it. And most of all, you got to risk it all because behind all of that risk come a spiritual revelation to the life that you so desperately want to lead. Until next time, peace.